Welcome to What Has My Attention, and this is John Beethan. And today, Rebecca Levine will show you, as an employee, how to move out of magical thinking and into action and learn to love your Mondays. Rebecca and I met at Mary Kravitz Watch Us Thrive networking calls, which, if you're looking to spend time with quality people, I highly recommend you go to watchusthrive.com and sign up to receive notifications. And you, of course, can get this podcast anywhere you get your audio. And now, most video versions of the podcasts are in the blog at whathasmyattention.com. So now, let's check in with Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Welcome to What Has My Attention. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me today. Well, yes. Really, really, really wanted to have you on the show because um, I had to, you know, prior before recording, I I had to ask you to remind me where we met. But obviously, Mary Kravitz, watchusthrive.com is usually where I where I just meet fabulous women. And a part of my objective is always about um, elevating women's voices to be heard. And uh, when we were in a breakout room, I really knew that I really wanted to bring you on the show. So uh, Rebecca's from loveyourmondayscoaching.com. And then, of course, given the name of the show, which is what has my attention, Rebecca, tell me, what has your attention these days? <laughs> well, what I'm really focused on right right now, John, and I what I find so fascinating is the impact of COVID this last year we've had, which, you know, had people not working, had people working from home. It just changed everything. And watching the impact that has had on people when we talk about professional goals. In other words, what do you want to do with your professional future? How should that look? Mm -hmm. What do you need from a job? All those questions, and I've noticed that there's uh, like two groups of folks, right? P some folks just really put that aside. I can't look at that now. We're in, we're like I'm in crisis mode. I need to get through my life. Mm -hmm. And another group of people that really said, "Wow, this has been an eye opener." I'm spending my time going to work day after day doing things that don't fulfill me, don't reward me, don't challenge me. Yeah. Do you think that's because a, a lot of people had a lot of time to think about their life during COVID? Yeah. I had one client that told me the reason why she actually decided to take action was mm -hmm. because she got quiet. Right. Oh, nice. She just stopped. And in that quietness, that lack of busyness, she could hear herself really for the first time. And that motiv motivated her to say, oh, my God, what am I doing? What am I doing here with my life? And that's a good place to be. And I, I never think that that is a bad place. I always think that is where the insights come from. That's where the change comes from. That's where the motivation comes from. Yeah, you, people hear, hear this from me a lot, but I, I often ask the question, you know, and I would ask you, but. Um, you know, is how people learn. And most people respond by through their experiences. But one thing I learned is that's been really important for me on a weekly basis is it's the contemplation of the experiences we have where we actually learn and synthesize and make adjustments. Yeah. And I think 
to kind of bring it back to to why coaching is so important is because a lot of times that contemplation gets missed mm -hmm. right so it's important to either take that time yourself or to reach out to somebody to have them ask you those right questions because you can contemplate but you also need to have that question directing you to what was the lesson because you learned that lesson what is next what doesn't have to be repeated and what can change so you've been you've been working with people that are have kind of found themselves kind of stuck um with with income uh challenges and that sort of thing and are you are you talking about people that actually have jobs you're talking about um professionals that actually have businesses I actually work with people who are employed, so not oh, self-employed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that, that tends to be my focus and really working with people who, so to your question, yes, I'm working with people who are employed. Um, it's a majority of my clientele right now, but a lot of them have had that awakening that, oh, I, this is just not a direction or this is not sustainable for me for the long term. I, I need something more. You know, mm -hmm. I always ask the question, what needs to be different, better or more? Mm -hmm. And when you think about that in terms of your career, that really can take us to some very deep places. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, it's funny. I, um, I do speaking engagements. Um, across the country right now. And one of the things that always surprises me is the reluctance of folks to talk about what needs to be better, different, or more in their career. And I think that's because we have this kind of group consciousness that we all need to be successful and we all need to be, you know, happily going into the office every day or, you know, working from home every day happy. And there's always this reluctance to be honest about it. Mm. And I and I, I I think that comes from the like sort of this no pain, no gain mentality. Mm -hmm. But I have found that, especially in the past year, when folks have been able to get quiet and really think about what's missing for them, you know, what is missing? And there tends to be a lot that is missing for people in their career. What do most people say they're missing? Well, it's it's different for every person, but if I could um, if I can nail it down to one thing, it has to it always comes back to expression. You know, each of us has been put here to express something or many things. Just because we're in a career doesn't mean that we're expressing what we're meant to express. Mm -hmm. So usually when I'm talking with folks, we're addressing that longing, that mm -hmm. need, that desire. And it always comes, it always looks like something more, but really when you get under the surface, it's what are you here to express and have you found that right avenue, mm -hmm. right? So within their jobs. Well, within their job, but also does it have to be in a different type of job as well? I already have an answer for this question as far as I'm concerned, but how much responsibility do you th think the companies that um, these people are working in have 
with the, with their employees to be able to help them with this, understand this. And yeah. I think a whole lot of people are just like stuck in jobs. And during COVID, they just, uh, you know, started looking at their life and going, I'm not really happy here. I don't love Mondays. What's the name of your website? Love Your Monday Coaching. Yeah. yeah. So generally speaking, what do you think people want in their job? Uh, it, for me, it comes down um, always to uh, a couple core items freedom and expression mm -hmm. and reward and whatever reward looks like is it recognition is it monetary whatever that looks like but it's it's usually those three things and the workplace because it has an agenda and the agenda mm -hmm. is not your agenda it's there to produce so you're basically selling your time for their production, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And within that equation ends up there, there it just ends up with so much oppression. Mm -hmm. Right? That's kind of like the energetic that so many people are floating around in these days. It's that oppression of having to be what that company wants you to be and produce what that company wants you to produce. And yes, the exchange is your paycheck. I get that. But that doesn't um, fulfill everyone. Mm -hmm. So can you give me an example of somebody you've been working with and kind of the shift that may, they may have gone through based on your work with them? I'm working with one gentleman right now who has always had this idea in the back of his mind to have his own continuing education business mm -hmm. but he is employed and so for us the work has been about permission you know the permission to do what it is you wanted to do and then once you have that permission how do you manage your fears because you're not going to get rid of your fears that's a fool's errand but you need management tools for them and then you need a strategy because mm -hmm. it's great to say, I found what I love to do and I'm gonna go do it. Most of us need a plan. We need yep. that step-by-step, step, this is how it happens and this is what you're gonna have to do. Yep. And that's, that's what we work for. And watching this gentleman go through the journey of giving himself permission to say, yes, this is what I've always wanted. And yes, I can do it as well. Because that tends to be uh, a huge hurdle is you've got the dream, you've got the vision, you've got the yearning, the calling, whatever name you want to give it. But then you have to tap in to that part of you that hasn't been beaten down by society and the workforce and remembers and knows the truth that it can be accomplished. You just need that strategy. Yeah, you need a plan. So I, I generally think passion comes after you've done something for a while. Like there's a lot of people that run around going, I'm really passionate about, well, I'm really passionate about saving the earth. Well, go volunteer for like two years somewhere. If you really want to find your passion, because that you don't, you don't, you know, passion doesn't just happen. It usually is built on some sort of activity and some sort of accomplishment you've done. 
to, to show yourself that it's worthy to have this kind of excitement and passion for. In other words, passion's not, passion's not freely given. I think it requires people to actually work at something for a while to discover their passion for what it is they've been doing. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because in, in my work, and I actually say this in um, the talks that I give, is I don't focus on passion. Mm -hmm. I, I really don't because I think it's been, I don't know if it's been an overused word or. So what do you think people need to know about this time right now? And we're sitting on uh, what, May 14th, 2021, coming out of a pandemic and, uh, you know, people are talking about getting out and about and that sort of thing. I I think that there is no better time to sit down and learn what and think about the lessons that you learned from this. Mm. That's a question you need to ask. And that's so you can learn it and you don't have to repeat it. You know, once you've learned that lesson, you don't have to repeat it. What did you learn? What do you want? What are you here to give? And how can you make that happen? And that all comes into strategy. Take the opportunity that COVID has provided, bad or good, however you want to define it. Yeah. Again, like me, you know, I had this bit of a breakdown, but I didn't take the time to learn the lesson. And mm -hmm. I had more time to go. I had like another seven years before I figured it out. Um, that was a lot of time. So I use that experience to encourage people, stop, just stop and ask yourself, what is the lesson? What did I learn? And what do I want? And what am I here to give? And how can I make it different now? Mm. Don't postpone your happiness for another year. I've done that. It's miserable. <laughs> I do not advise that. And, you know, people come to me, it's like, yes, I'm, I, I really want to make a change, but now I just financially, it's just not, not the right time. I get that. And I absolutely support doing things in a planful, timeful type of way. But if you can't make a change right now, that's fine. But what you can do is make a plan right now. Right. And I think people don't see that option. They just say, oh, can't make a change, done. And right. they go back to right, sleep, right. right? We numb ourselves out and we go back to sleep for another six, seven, nine months. Yeah, shouldn't wait a day, shouldn't wait an hour, actually. Yeah. What else do you think people need to know? Well, I, I think what people need to know, especially when it comes to advancing your career, Mm -hmm. is, you know, you had asked the question, and I don't think we talked about it, um, but is the um, company responsible mm -hmm. for the well-being of the uh, employee? And this is probably, you know, maybe I'm an outlier at this, but I, I would say absolutely not. First and foremost, the, the company has its own goals, right? Um, yes, employee engagement is important, and they like that stat because it helps them in their selling of their company. But 
it is your life, it is your career, and you need to take ownership of that. And so often, and I think we are socialized into this concept that somebody else will take care of it. You know, you'll go into your company, they'll have a career path for you, and that's, and that's how it happens. And I think that's why people get stuck, mm-hmm. is because they're not taking the ownership. Ownership's a word I use a lot, okay? How do you own that experience? How do you own that next step? And when we switch the paradigm and we say, yes, I own this, then the next steps start really expanding for people. The possibilities expand. And what it does, which is critical, is that it takes away the vagaries. And that's what stops so many people. And I have to really challenge clients and um, be very uh, aware with clients because when we look at a plan and we start putting a plan together, I can see when clients start resisting and they, they literally kind of back up in their chair. And that's because they don't see the how. And that's perfectly okay. And it's important to know that anytime you create a plan, anytime you create a strategy, the how evolves. People want that how right at the beginning. And that's not where it happens. Interesting, really interesting. Well, I'm gonna wind it up. Is there anything else you wanna say? I mean. I know, I know what you do. And just to remind people, it's loveyourmondayscoaching.com. Exactly. So this is for employees. And this yeah. is like, this is great because people actually that aren't satisfied in their jobs and have had time to do some searching in this last year while being down and not able to work, probably, you probably have some answers in yourself that Rebecca could help you sort out in terms of a new direction or a possibility, because in my view, it's like, it's just a possibility, but without some sort of commitment, without some sort of promise to yourself, um, nothing's really most likely going to change. Would you agree with that, Rebecca? Absolutely agree with that. And um, you can, you can find me on Facebook as love your Mondays coaching. And if you look at the posts I make, they're always action oriented. I'm always giving steps for people because we have to move out of um, magical thinking. Right, right. Yes. So it's magical thinking. Oh, I wish this would be different or I wish I could have this. And let's get into action because that actually gives it to you. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's great. And I will see you around the block on Mary's Zoom calls, I'm quite sure. Absolutely. If you're looking to start a podcast on your own, use the coupon code WHATHAS at checkout and receive a free month of media hosting from our recommended hosting company, Libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. This podcast was produced by Imagine Podcasting, and we help businesses eliminate competition by elevating their brand message to be heard. Visit ImaginePodcasting.com for more information.